0: Plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Selling with Love podcast. Today, I'd love to be able to share some of the fundamental ideas that are really powerful behind any kind of persuasion, any kind of getting people to a yes in the process of sales. And I want to remind everyone of one thing that is very, very difficult for us to do as human beings, and that is change, which is why whenever you are perhaps presenting an amazing offer to clients that you know you can help, and you constantly feel that people keep saying no, even though it seems so obvious, so logical, that what you're trying to do is help them make a positive impact and you're doing it at an amazing deal, you still start wondering why is it that they keep saying no? Well, our resistance to change is always there. It's always going to be something that holds us back from making the best decisions to ourselves. And if it involves letting go of money, we even have more blocks when it comes to paying for things because we're a little worried. We've also witnessed that a lot of times Maybe when we given our money in the past, it didn't turn out exactly as the promises that were made. So even if you're showing up with the best product, the best value proposition, you're still going to have to overcome all of these emotional blocks. And so as much as we'd love to consider ourselves very rational beings, we actually do a lot of emotional decisions. And so what can we do to be able to enhance people's decision making to give you a chance to be able to put your product and your services in their hands so you actually get a chance to make that transformation and that change happen in their lives for the better? Well, this is what we're gonna share today. These are gonna be seven ideas that you can apply in your sales, in your marketing, and in the way that you communicate that allows more people to say yes. And of course, as a foundation to everything we do on selling with love. At the premise of every sale that we make, we know that what we offer is so much more than what we ask in return. So everything that we use to support us in getting people to make those decisions are tools to allow us to speak the language that is necessary for people to understand what we're trying to do for them. So with that being said, let's go over these seven Ways to persuade even more powerfully. Now, so a lot of these ideas have been discussed already. For those who are more senior as marketers and salespeople might be familiar with the works of people such as Robert Cialdini, as well as other books such as Magnetic Persuasion. A lot of these ideas have been discussed in many, many ways books around psychology, decision-making. And so let me give you that list now that allows you to put it together and apply it immediately. I'd also want to show you some examples that you might be able to use this if you're someone selling coaching services or consulting services, running an agency, so that you can see it in its work right here, right now. So first off, We're going to start with reciprocity. Now, reciprocity is the idea that whenever someone does something for you, we inherently want to do something in return. The classic example being in a used car dealership, maybe before you sign the contract to buy the car and you're thinking about it, the salesperson might offer to buy you a drink from the vending machine. You'll see them take a quarter or a couple dollars out of their pocket, put it in the machine, get you a Pepsi or a Coke if that's what you drink. And now inherently, we feel like, oh, we should also comply with their demands. Whenever we're looking to make a purchase of a car, purchasing a a small drink versus the purchase of a car, not the same side, but our persuasion around reciprocity is very, very strong. If you're somebody operating a business online, these are ways that you could apply this principle. You could offer free gifts for people whenever they get on a consultation call and then by receiving this gift, giving something of value before you even get on a sales conversation applies this principle. You'll often see this if you're joining webinars, you're gonna be receiving a lot of content for free And the reciprocity will be by the time you ask for the sale, there's actually a lot of goodwill and reciprocity that has been built up. And so it actually leads to more persuasive ability. This one is not to be taken lightly. It is so powerful, giving away free samples, giving a chance to outvalue anything that you're doing out there for whatever it is that you ask in return. It's a beautiful principle because it actually gives us our nature to actually give first all the time. And Joe Vitale, one of the personal growth gurus out there, says you cannot outgive the universe. So when you have this in mind, constantly wanting to give, know that the universe is priming itself to be able to give back to you. And with the persuasion tactic of reciprocity in play, we know that it's going to actually allow you to get a lot more yeses in the process. Second, I want to speak about one of the most powerful techniques that you should be applying abundantly, and most people don't use it enough. And this is social proof. Social proof is the fact that we are bombarded with decision-making every single day. So we constantly look for shortcuts to allow us to make good decisions better, faster, which is why we will look into speed-cutting our decision-making by looking at what decisions of similar people have done that we can relate to and we can see could give us a projection of expected results. You might have seen yourself maybe in a new city while you're visiting. There's two restaurants down the aisle. One of them is completely empty. The other one has a lineup and the place is completely packed. Which one do we want to go and try first? Well, usually we'll find ourselves getting in line as well because we're thinking, well, if everybody else is eating there, maybe it's because they got something that's quite good. When you're positioning your business online, you need to be laying out your case studies. You need to be having reviews. You need to be having those stories that are listed and very clear as to what results you brought for others, what can they expect from the stories that they read from others as well. And so this is one of the most powerful things that you should be using across landing pages, sales pages, in your sales communication, sharing the stories of success of others. And of course, if you look at one of the biggest websites in the world, Amazon, One of the most powerful things that they do extremely well is provide a plethora of reviews to allow you to see what have others been saying and does this make sense for me to purchase as well. This social proof is extremely powerful and do not take it lightly If you have just gotten started in business, your number one task should be to find people you can serve, maybe even for free, so you can gather stories of transformation so that you can show others that what you do will make a difference in their lives. And if you've been operating for a while, it is never a bad thing to go back to your past clients and collect those stories, create an inventory of them and use them as much as you can. Which brings me to the third point. Now, this one's one that most people that are operating ethical businesses will cringe at using an artificial version of it, but I want to show you the ethical ways to use it as well. Scarcity. Scarcity is one of the most powerful decision making and focusing mechanisms that we can create in the way that we design our business models. Scarcity creates a sense of urgency. It makes it so that people can make a decision now. Why make a decision today if the decision can be the same tomorrow with no cost to the person. And this becomes very difficult if you're basically just offering a product, it's on the shelves, anybody can buy it at any time. It's very difficult to actually make people take that decision, especially if what you're selling revolves any kind of personal transformation. Is the same reason people don't go to the gym every day is because we often put off for tomorrow if we don't feel the costs of it today. Scarcity allows you to make bigger decisions more immediate and is so powerful to use within your sales process. If you're trying to stay focused on getting work done and eating throughout the day is something you think about, have to decide, and you're not sure what to do, and you just wish an option was available where the right meal with all of the specifications you want be available to you, easy to make, under two minutes... to get 50% off. That's code SELLINGWITHLOVE50 at factormeals.com slash SELLINGWITHLOVE50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. Now, incorrect way of using scarcity is to create a fake limited offer that isn't real. And with that, you actually can lose your integrity. And a lot of people are feeling that it's kind of fishy when the force scarcity is saying we only got two spots left and you know it's not true and they are accepting 20 anyways not the right way to approach this tool but what is much more realistic is looking at your own capacity based on the services that you provide and building your business model with cycles that have natural scarcity built in let me explain if you are operating with let's say one-on-one consulting if a thousand clients would walk through your door and pay you to start working with you today more than likely you can't accept all of them. So as such, there is a natural built-in scarcity on how many clients can you take care of at the same time at any given time. Well, communicate that powerfully saying, as you might expect, services like this cannot be offered to everyone at all times. This is why I only work with three clients at a time. And if you're looking to be one of these clients, make the decision today. So that way I can make sure to keep a spot for you and ensure that we can start working together now and bring those results. Natural scarcity is a powerful thing. You can build it based on your capacity, but you can also build it with cycles in your business, such as having your programs perhaps only start on a certain day of the month. Say you start with the calendar month, then you can mention at the end of any kind of presentation saying, we're about to take people on a journey, say a three-week transformation, but we only get started on June 1st. As such, make sure to sign up now for the limited spots because if you miss the deadline, you won't be able to get started and we won't be able to bring you those results. And by the time you wait to join the next cycle, we could have solved the problem already since this whole program gets completed in only three weeks. So you see, real scarcity actually allows people to focus, make people make decisions. And a big thing to enforce here to make sure that people make decisions now is that no action that is delayed comes without costs. So be very aware of what are the costs of delaying the decisions are for the people you try to sell to, and you want to emphasize those as well. Which brings us to our fourth point here, which is authority. We will look... Towards indications of authority and expertise to see who we should pay attention to in the wide noise of people that are speaking and giving opinions. So what are the markers of authorities that exist and surround you that can actually allow people to perceive you as an authority and as an expert, which will make it so much better when it comes to making sales and conversions? Are you producing any content of value that people can witness that you are a content producer? Have you spoken on notable stages? Have you been featured in notable publications? You have seen these as logos on people's websites that they put up so that people go, Oh, I can see the brands that this person has been involved with. Perhaps there is some credibility and things I should pay attention to, to give weight to this person's credibility. So activities that you definitely want to be able to do, sharing your knowledge, creating content, making sure that you appear a certain number of social followers as well can actually help produce the perceived awareness of expertise and authority, but we shortcut our decisions. Now, I'm not saying that you should be cutting corners and just going to buy a bunch of followers and going to buy a bunch of ways to get yourself features and publications, but who am I to judge? As I've seen, a lot of people will do that knowing how impactful their message is and they understand the rules of the game. They can pay their way into making sure that they check off these boxes and then continue with focusing on offering their product and service to the best quality possible. While others, we continue to create content and you want your expertise to come through what you produce. Again, I'm not going to wave a moral stick at any decision you make. I will tell you though, that perceived expertise and perceived authority is a very big persuasion factor. And there are certain ways that you'd want to make sure to pay attention to that because anything that would sound the alarm around you not being the expert that you portray yourself to be will do an equal yet dismissive effect on your authority. So choose wisely, but I would say do not neglect it. People want to make sure they're wanting to buy from someone that is trusted, that has those expertise, and that can be easily identified as an expert. The next one is our ability or rather our natural tendency for commitment and consistency. This is the fact that if we've made a decision in a certain direction, we will continue to walk that path to stay consistent with our first decisions. This is why you'll often see within your online businesses why making initial purchases of small dollar values allows people to say, I've decided to invest and trusting this person to deliver a product or service, and you've had your first transaction happen there having subsequent transactions start from that point are much easier than having not done a single transaction before. So this is why you'll often see a ladder of prices and products to allow people to consistently go down a path of purchasing larger and larger items as they're testing the waters and wanting to stay consistent with their first decision. Of course, every product along your value change is highly valuable and highly beneficial for the client regardless of where they are in their journey. But again, you'll see why it is that a lot of these businesses are designed to have people opt in for just a free gift, already saying yes, right at the beginning, following a social media account, taking little actions that continuously affirm that you trust, you care, you want this problem solved, allows you to be consistent and commit towards the decisions you've already made in solving these problems in your life. So how do you design this into your business? have small asks that lead people towards deepening their relationship with you, allows for a much easier sale at the time that you're ready to ask for the sale as you will want the actions from these clients to align with the previous decisions they've made. We stay consistent. Very, very powerful and allows you to continually go down this path to get your clients to trust you more, do more transactions and connect with you even more. Next up, we have the principle of liking. This is a very simple one to explain, but we'd rather do business with people that we like rather than people that we don't like. And so how do we find ourselves to be approachable? How do we see ourselves being able to have things in common with the people we're doing business with? This is why a lot of times when you're doing public speaking or if you're presenting yourself online, we share stories of ourselves, common struggles so that we can build empathy. We can actually see relatability, which actually increases likability. Higher liking means better buying. And so just take care of every way that you show up and the way that you dress and the way that you present yourself so that you can be as likable as possible. And that often doesn't come from you having to speak more, actually comes from you showing most interest in the people you're doing business with. Nothing builds likability like actually showing interest in other people. So show interest into your clients, be relatable, show up and Make yourself as likable as possible. It is a powerful persuasion as well because we just like to do business with people we enjoy doing business with much more than the opposite. And the last principle I want to bring up to you today is actually the contrast principle. Now, you've often seen this in examples of online marketing where if we compare two things, we want to make sure we compare to something that is extremely higher price. That way, the perceived cost of what we present seems like a much better deal. If, say, that you are selling online courses and your course is $2,000, you can speak to comparisons of what a university education at hundreds of thousands of dollars would be like and the benefits you get from that versus the instant, quick, and amazing results you get from a simple investment of $2,000. You've just created a contrast with a much higher price point product, which would make people make a decision for the 2000 much, much easier. Because if you're comparing with saying, oh, that you can buy a lot of courses, say, on, on Udemy for a couple hundred dollars or a couple you know, tens of dollars, then the contrast principle will work against you. And so whatever you compare next to what it is you offer will make a huge decision factor as to how they perceive the value of the deal that you have presented to them right now. So with this, we have seven powerful principles. We have the reciprocity. If you give first, people will be likely to comply more. If you provide testimonials and social proof is your second one. Create built-in scarcity in your business model to make people make decisions now. Having authority, doing what is necessary to be perceived as an expert, such as creating content and being featured on relevant platform, to shortcut decision makings and to making sure you are perceived as an authority. Commitment and consistency. How do you make people make a lot of small decisions that align them closer to truly wanting to solve the problem that you do in the business that you operate? Presenting yourself as a likable character and showing interest in people so that you can be more relatable, more interested and more likable. And finally, presenting everything with a sense of contrast are things that you can keep at the back of your mind, whether you're presenting your marketing online having a sales conversation, or doing a presentation to a group, always be aware that these are the emotional things that happen at the back of our mind. As I said at the beginning, we're not always doing decisions in the most rational sense. We're quite emotional. And these are going to be a little ones of the emotional lubricants that can allow people to resist the resistance to change and actually take actions that are in their best interest with whatever it is that you sell. And of course, as you use this, keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Crispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.